Hello, welcome to The Natter, brought to you each week by Cardiff Metropolitan University's Sport Broadcast MSc and Sport Media BSc. This week we speak to Richard Parks about his new documentary, Can I Be Welsh and Black? In this podcast we cover issues on race, diversity, inclusivity and what we in the media industry can do to help level the playing So you've made documentaries in the past. Would you like to tell us about your new project, the new documentary that you've got on the horizon? Yeah, so uh, 27th of October, 8pm, ITV, Cymru, Wales. Um, my new film, Richard Parks, Can I Be Welsh and Black, airs in, in just a couple of weeks. Um, it, 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 it's been a really emotional journey. Um, it's, uh, it's a little bit different from what I've been doing the last 10 years, but uh, they're kind of introspection from lockdown and the the courage and and the inspiration in the collective black lives matter movement um has in all of us unearthed feelings and thought processes um which kind of was a catalyst for me wanting to to contribute towards this this conversation great so as this documentary really focuses primarily on things to do with race how did that change how this documentary is made compared to let's say an expedition well, it's warmer here in Wales than it is in Antarctica. That's the first thing. Um, actually, do you know what? It, it, um, it was a, it was a, it, it was a, re- <laughs> it's been a really challenging time to, to film. Um, you know, the, 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 the pandemic, um, made life really difficult. And, uh, I think the topic, the topic demanded that w- the interviews were were intimate, were personal, that we were able to create a safe space for people to share their truths and share their experiences. Um, and also for myself, you know, I, 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 I was opening up emotions that um, I hadn't shared publicly before. So I guess where, where COVID impacted us is, is kind of wanting to steer away from the zoom calls and, and the, uh, the kind of online interviews. Um, and that, which meant actually we did a lot of the filming outside um, and in the van, which actually isn't that far away from the filming of, on expeditions or certainly outdoors. Um, it just meant we had to put a couple of extra vests on and some jackets and, and have plenty of umbrellas because the weather was pretty unpredictable. But uh, but no, I, I'm 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 really proud actually that we did manage, despite COVID, to create a safe environment. You know, both uh, for health reasons, but also a safe environment where. You know, we got some some great some great insight from from the contributors of the show. You clearly put a lot of passion into anything that you set your mind to, from playing rugby, from, <laughs> from breaking world <laughs> records. Um, so, how did this project compare mentally and um, in terms of stress compared to all of your previous projects? Oh, um, you're absolutely right. You know, I, I take pride in in wearing my heart on my sleeve. I, I take pride in in being transparent. Not very good at poker as a result, but uh, but actually, you know, the, I was surprised at how emotionally draining this journey was. I mean, I was absolutely shattered every night. I mean, we're working long days anyway, but actually, emotionally, absolutely drained. Um, and 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 I think that 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 took me that took me by surprise a little bit. Um, 
it took me by surprise the amount of kind of emotions and experience that I'd buried over the years. Um, but what what kind of came out of the journey for me was the shared sense of, of experience and the shared reality that all the contributors had being Welsh and, and, and being black and, and they were all successful, balanced, uh, articulate, um, but the one kind of common truth, which, which is sad still in 2020 is all of us at times had been made to feel less than 100% Welsh because of the colour of our skin. How did um, it affect your views and opinions on things? Did it change anything in the way that you view yourself from doing the documentary? Um, I was surprised at how much the sense of validation would mean to me. Um, and and that, that kind of courage and confidence grew throughout the film as I was able to hear and reflect on, on, on other people's stories that, that I could relate to. Um, you know, I, I started the journey with a deep fear that I would come out of it loving Wales a little less. Um, and that was terrifying to me because I am an incredibly proud Welshman flying the flag and serving our country has been the glue that's connected all the dots in what's been a pretty eclectic life. Um, and, and that terrified me. Um, but actually, that wasn't the case at all. Um, I came out never feeling prouder to be Welsh. Um, Wales isn't any more racist than, than any other country, but racism does exist here in Wales. And, and I think as a society, as a country, we still have a, a lot to do uh, um, on this topic, but but we we have, you know, as as a black man, as a black Welsh man, um, we we have a lot to be proud of here in Wales. You know, we people of colour haven't just arrived in Wales. We've been part of Welsh history and 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 contributed towards Welsh society and Welsh culture for hundreds and hundreds of years. And and you know, I. I, I the frustration and the anger comes from it, from the omission of that history from from my childhood, my adulthood, and and kind of the public conversation. And I know there's a lot of work being done to address that. Uh, I'm hopeful that 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 will uh, that that will have a big impact on on not just the whales that we experience, but the whales that my son Fred and and I guess all our children experience. Because it's not just about representation for the people of colour here in Wales, that's an important part of it, but actually it's about enriching all of us because, you know, it's our history, um, not just Welsh history and, and, and a separate black history. Yeah. Touching upon that, would you say then that there's a more systematic change that needs to happen in terms of education and media? Would there need to be a major overhaul to make sure that people understand the black history that Wales actually has and that we should be proud of? Um... I do think, you know, I, I do think the organisations um, have a really important part and a really important role to play in this. You know, it, it, this it's complex and it's it's not going to be a quick fix. Um, but 
but yeah, I think, you know, part, part, part of the reason why, you know, everybody in this film has had the same experience uh, that their Welshness has been questioned in some way, which can, the only conclusion can come back to the color of their skin, you know, is because of the narrative that, that we as a country promote about what being Welsh is and what being Welsh means. And, 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 you know, part of that is the omission of big chunks of our history. Uh, and, and that's being addressed in the new curriculum reform. And one of the people that I met uh, or spoke with was Professor uh, Charlotte Williams, who is just an absolutely awesome human being. Um, I thought she was so cool. Um, and and that, that's really exciting. That's really exciting. Um, but also, you, you, you know, the, the, the other part of it is, is, um, is, is representation, I think, you know, and, and, and it, it's fair to say that, that, you know, people of color and people from, from, from BAME communities are, are still hugely under, under represented in the, you know, in education, uh, in the media, uh, uh, both in front of and behind the camera, you know, in, 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 the, in, in our, in our police services, you know, all these things. So, um, there, 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 there is, there is still, you know, a, a huge amount of work to be done, but, I can't help but feel that this is a very powerful moment as a result of the the kind of um, the momentum that the Black Lives Matter movement has had uh, um, and the kind of introspection and the kind of reset button that the COVID pandemic has has, has forced society to have. Um, and, you know, Wales has always been multicultural Wales has always been global in its outlook that's certainly my understanding of history um so this this isn't this isn't new um this isn't new at all would you um out of the people that you would have met during the course of making documentary so in terms of like prominent figures mm. other people same stature as yourself may have represented Wales who stands out to you as having one of the most interesting stories oh wow that's a great question this is like asking well I only have one son, but I guess it's a bit like asking me to <laughs> pick my children here. Um, um, it's a really, it's a, it's a really, it's a tough question to answer. Um, forgive the kind of politician's response, but but actually, like, everyone, everyone's story was fascinating, and we, you know, we. We, we spent a long time deciding on 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 who the contributors were going to be. You know, we had a long list of like 40, 40 people, and that was never going to work. You know, it, it it's kind of concluded in a forty six minute show with seven contributors. So, you know, even the contributors that we have, we only get to share a small part of their story with with the viewer. So, so that in itself has been a real challenge, and and a challenge for me because it's the first time I've been. A producer on a on a show as well as the kind of presenter as well. Um, um, I was really I was really impacted by the honesty that Vaughan Gethin brought to the conversation. Um, there's always a risk with politicians that they give you a political answer, um, but actually, I I, I was. I was blown away actually by how how honest and, and how frank he was. Um, I wanted to speak to Vaughan as a friend, as a dad, as a Welshman, uh, and that's what we got. We didn't get the politician, which which is which is really, which is you know I I think testament to to, to, to him. Um, as I said, Professor Charlotte Williams, well, she's 
you know, she's a, a new hero of mine. Um, and actually her work and her writing has been a kind of profound source of education for me. Um, I think the viewers will be really moved by Ryan Giggs' stories of Tiger Bay and coming back to Cardiff, which I won't want to give too much away. Um, but for me, I guess, you know, and again, it was just fascinating talking with, with Malian Reese, the actor, um, about her experience uh, of being a Welsh-speaking um, person of mixed, of mixed heritage. Uh, and I found that fascinating because I'll be really honest. I, I've always kind of wrestled with my lack of Welsh language skills as a missing part of, of my identity, Welsh identity. And I left Mali's kind of conversation with just a new perspective on that, which, which was impactful for me personally. Um, but actually the, the, the conversation that I think kind of caught me by surprise was a conversation I had with two Welsh grime artists, Sunny Double One and, and Mace the Great, um, just two really smart, articulate black men that are world-class at what they do, but yet, you know, hugely overlooked in, in our kind of culture and kind of public conversation. And, and, and that, that was both really sad, but actually I, I felt really optimistic that actually, you know, my son growing up, will be able to listen to urban music that is reflective of his world, his streets, you know, his being Welsh. Um, whereas, you know, when I was growing up, I used to listen to American artists or, or artists from London. And that, that I thought was really cool. Um, but it, it just felt, it felt so harsh that these guys are world-class, you know, collaborating with Apple, uh, with Apple, with Apple, um, you know, being on Jules Holland, you know, with, with YouTube videos in the, you know, half a million hits, like, you know, mega, mega artists. But, you know, I, I, I'm ashamed to say that, that you know, I, I, I didn't know of them until recently. And, and I think, you know, not many people will have heard of them. What do you think um, we could do as potential future journalists working in the media industry and as producers? Um, what do you think we could do to make things more inclusive in the future? Do you have any advice? Um... um Be courageous, be curious, and share the whole story. Um, what I mean by that is, I think, you know, particularly sport, we, we kind of, we're fascinated by the 1%, we're fascinated by the winner, um, the kind of tip of the iceberg. And this isn't just sport, but it's much the case in sport. If you, you know, even look at the, you know, the, 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 what, what we see on TV, you know, you, the percentage of, of, of time the camera's on who's running at the front of the race compared to who's struggling or fighting for fourth or fifth or sixth is, is, you know, is, is a bit of a snapshot. Um, but the reality is, you know, and I'm, I'm a bit older than you guys, um, you know, so much of, the growth I've had in my life, so much of our, our, life's, our life's experiences that make us richer are under the water, uh, are, are the part of the iceberg that's under the water. And, and, and you know, in media, I, I would really like us to share those stories as much as the stories, the one percenters. Um, I think, you know, I, I would like us 
to get to a place where we're kind of not having a conversation about representation or race it would just be that we all have an understanding of unconscious bias and racial bias and negative racial stereotypes that we have and you know I, I think we're a long way off that but 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 I think educating ourselves is 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 such a cliche but it's such it's so important you, you know and understanding the racial stereotypes that we we give to black athletes uh in the hope that we can not do that in the future you know just being aware of who's in the room you know who which stories we're sharing um and and you know we're talking about race today but actually you know it, it's about representing all the minority groups so making sure you know that that we have the the right gender balance that we have you know both able and 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 less abled athletes you know that we, we just share the whole story um and I think, you know, for me, that, that starts with diversity in the room. And, and you know, the, the, the more diverse our, our rooms are, whatever rooms they are, whether that's leadership rooms at the top, editorial suites, you know, creative brainstorming rooms, um, or just quite simply the athletes that we've got in front of the camera or the people we've got in front of the camera, you know, the more diverse those rooms are, the, the richer that, the stories we'll hear are and 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 i think that that all starts from the courage to be honest the courage to educate ourselves to where our blind spots are and then fostering that sense of uh of curiosity to to share the stories that that need to be shared i think um like like as you said to share the whole story because People only see the success. No one likes to share, you know, everything that builds up to that. And I think it's important to definitely share everything to, to make people realise it's not all um, about being on the top, is it? Yeah. yeah. And Absolutely. Off, off back of that, would you say that this and you talking about potentially stories being omitted, stories not being told, was this your opportunity to tell your story as an international rugby player, how you came through some experiences that you had potentially? Um. It kind of, it started with a video that I posted on social media just after the horrific death of, of, of George Floyd. Um, I posted uh, a short video on social media and I didn't really think of the consequences. I just felt compelled to contribute to to the conversation and I felt yeah um but in that video I, I you know I, I kind of fell out my mouth but I I referred to you know throughout my life not being white enough for some not being black enough for some and not being Welsh enough for some and that that resonated with more people than I even thought um you know, and kind of 40, 40 odd thousand views later, um, it, it kind of led me to having a conversation with the commissioning editor at, at ITV, and and you know, it 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 was it was it was nerve wracking because I'm you know I'm a private person, and you know I think that there, there's a uh, there's 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 kind of this unfair kind of weight that 
people of colour can sometimes have that comes from not speaking up or not speaking out at the risk of losing whatever opportunity that that they have in that given moment and I you know I look back at my career and you know I, I you know I, I was called um, you know I was called black ass in the changing room as a 19 year old you know my first professional contract um, by not just some of my teammates but the coach as well and you kind of put it down to, to banter and, and you kind of roll your sleeves up, work harder, you know, but, but those kind of experiences and, 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 and I'm far from alone in this and, and um, you know, they, they're damaging and, and I think they, they make you a little bit smaller every time you kind of absorb them. And in that moment, you know, I, I, I was acutely aware of the opportunities that I had and I, and, and, you know, that first year I played 28 games for for, 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 for my club and represented Wales on the seventh circuit, you, you know, and, and I look back, having been successful in my life, you know, but this kind of period of introspection that has, I think, uniquely come from lockdown and coming off the back of a solo Antarctic expedition as well, you know, has kind of really challenged me to reflect on on how I on how I managed those experiences in my life. And, 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 and I think, you know, that growing sense of, well, actually this is, this isn't right. You know, I don't, I don't want my son to feel the pressure to ignore or to kind of minimize those, those interactions. And uh, he's only two and a half at the moment, but I, I just felt compelled that this seemed like, it felt it felt like a, a, a powerful moment to to you know to contribute to the body of work that a lot of really amazing people have have been doing for 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 a very very long this time. Is then a turning point in the world that makes it a better world for your son to grow up into. Then, um, I think we're at a crossroads. Uh, I don't want to get doom and gloomy. I'm a, I am an eternal optimist. I I really am. But I uh, we're certainly at a crossroads. You know, we we live in more divided times than ever you know politics and opinions are more polarized than they've ever been i worry that we are eroding the body of facts that prevent us from having a debate on whatever topic which then prevents us from coming to a consensus um, as well from ignoring things that have happened we can learn from them so absolutely absolutely um you know we I, I'm, I'm terrified about what we're doing to the environment. Um, you know, I'm terrified at, at, at the kind of wealth inequality that we're seeing, you know, kind of um, showcased or kind of highlighted as a result of, of the pandemic. Um, so, yeah, I feel like actually that this, this, is, a, this is a real crossroads. Um, but what gives me hope and what really excites me are, are you guys. Uh, and I don't say that lightly, you know. I, I, I see, I see a, an honesty. I see a, a passion. I see an intolerance to the bullshit that my generation sometimes tolerated um, in you guys. And, and, and that makes me really, 
it makes me really, really optimistic. It makes me optimistic that um, whatever mistakes my generations are trying to, to fix now as a result of some of the decisions made before me, you know, we have generations coming up now that, that, that are, are well equipped to, uh, to make our world a better place. <laughs>